Let's hit it. How's it going, man? How's it going, dude? <laughs> Not too bad, man. How, how you been? Can you hear me? Yeah, not too bad. Good, good, man. Just is the volume one day okay? at a time out here. You know, it's it's uh oh yeah, I hear you great. I can okay, you great. awesome. Great, awesome. So how you been, man? Are you a Dracula fan, dude? I love it. Oh, I love that. That's I'm cool a art. huge Bela Lugosi fan. Oh, there you go. Because yeah, growing, yeah, growing up, I was always like into the old classic horror films, and uh, Bela right. Lugosi's like Bela Lugosi's like always been one of my favorites. Like all of his movies and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. crazy. Like most, like most of the paranormal people that I ever talked to are all like they've got some kind of weird, uh, like old school horror movie fetish or you know stuff like that it's oh yeah super cool myself included in that man <laughs> i think that stuff brings us in at an early age and opens doorways man you know right <clears throat> excuse me but oh yeah like ever since i was a kid i was always fascinated with the old horror films okay so um if and you want for me like, it was alien it's anything, anything UFOs. Right. No, we're good. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, man. Um, if you want to, just go ahead and give uh, everybody in, like an introduction of who you are and uh, kind of like what you've been up to, like what all projects that you've done and stuff like that. And man, we'll just go from here. Um, well, I, I'm Dave Miller. Um, I am a Uinta-Basin researcher. Uh, I do everything from UFOs to paranormal, uh, not just in the Uinta-Basin with that stuff. So that kind of stretches out throughout uh, from Wyoming to Idaho to it's a kind of there's so much activity here. It's kind of just like, you know, pick your poison, you know? Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, right. I, I, so I got into the UFO stuff at a very early age, you know, and I mean, probably seriously in the last 10 years, I okay. really started to know as I matured in life and started to pay attention to this uh, pay attention to what the news agencies were telling us, what the government was releasing. Right. And I really, really focused in on it and kind of put it into crosshairs of let's see what this stuff is. You know, there's there's something going on. And I don't think for one second that uh, that the stuff I see in the sky is always or ever extraterrestrial, there's always the question of where, where and what is that? Where did it come from? I always think that it's adversary type of stuff first, um, oh, okay. or our own, our own, our government 
Uh, right. You talked to a friend of mine uh, on the doors from the government agencies because he's gotten so close to what it is that he's investigating um, out right. here in area, what they call Area 52. It's the Dugway. Okay. I was going to ask um, I always think that there's a, a reason behind what, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is that I'm looking at, I always think that there's something that I can connect it to or trace it back to or, you know, some type of, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. They start talking about UFOs and so I kind of figure that that stuff's tied together. Um, Right. Do I think that every UFO or UAP that I see is government or from some other country? No, I, I don't. I'd be silly to think that way. Right. Uh, the universe is a big place, you know? So, mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, as far as defining myself and what I do, uh, I don't really, I don't really have much. I don't really, there's so many, there's so many new investigators popping up here and there in the, in the U.S. Right. base. And it's just like, it's so, it's, crazy right now it's like right. you know i see guys that come out of nowhere and the next thing i know they're on amazon and they've <laughs> got 20 books out about yeah. all this activity that they've experienced right in the u.s base and i won't say any names because i don't i'm not going to do that kind of stuff anymore yeah um but there's a few of them and it's getting pretty shady that right. it's really getting to a point out in the basin because people are chasing fame they're chasing yeah. fame more than they are the activity everybody wants to be on a tv show right. or in some facebook chat room or something and, right. and they'll do anything that it takes to get there dude they'll do anything that it takes the gators who recently have been uh busted out in the basin for faking faking activity and i mean the old thing you give somebody enough rope eventually they're going to hang themselves i mean you know you're going to get caught believe it man in in the basin there are so many different cameras there's a million cameras out there at all times now Um, oh wow i didn't know that of the of these ranches you know try yeah. Oh, yeah, man. They're and they're all pointed at the ranch and the ridge, and you know, uh, hoping to capture something out there right. that they can sell. I mean, it's it's pretty smart to do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? If there's all this activity and right. there's all this attention in the area, I, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good business that people with that first question. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now talking. Now talking but, about. Yeah. It's... No. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. No. You're good, dude. Oh. There's like a mad delay in between us. Now talking about the Uinta Basin. Um, I've been to Utah before, but I've never been to that part of Utah. How big? Like how? How much of a mileage? Like radius? Is the is the basin? What would you say? Jane and Vernal, you're looking at a good hour, hour plus drive. Um, 
Oh, the okay. reported activity zone. Yeah, the reported activity zone. The first reports of anything that ever happened in the Uinta Basin came from the Duchesne area, and it's ever since then it's just stretched. So you've got Duchesne and you've got Mighton, uh, Fort Duchesne, and then it goes into Roosevelt and Vernal. It's a you know oh, it's, a, it's okay. a really good stretch of property in between there. There's a lot of okay. towns in between uh, in between that area, but everything starts at Duchesne, and for whatever reason, everything seems to end in in Vernal. Oh, okay. Now, is the blind? Because I'm not really familiar with that area, but is the Blind Frog Ranch around the basin? Yeah, it's right in the heart east of that okay. valley, that Skinwalker Ranch, Bottle oh, Hollow. Okay. It's all right there. It's all, it all sits on top of each other. If okay. you've ever been to Vegas, it's basically like sitting on one side of Vegas and looking through everything, and then you see the other side of Vegas. It's all just like oh, a little bowl gotcha. of a valley there where all this activity happens. Right. Okay. Now, when did you start working, like, uh, kind of doing... I don't know if I want to use the word research or whatever, but when did you start like right. working at the Blind Frog Ranch or like, you know, doing certain things? I've, I've been in the Uinta Basin itself for four years. Okay. And it all started at a, uh, another place that I'm not allowed to say their name, but it's a very popular right. paranormal ranch. Okay. Um, I think I know where, I think I know what I'm you're talking under, about. So. Right, right. Uh, it's a, uh, it's, I'm still under a non-disclosure agreement with them. So I okay. can't like share. That's why I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of careful in what right, I'm no, asking. No, it's all good. <laughs> no, no, so you can, right. ask, you, you can ask me anything okay. you want. Ask me straight up anything you want. But I, if I can't answer it, then I'll right. just to let you know. Yeah, exactly. If you that, can't but, answer it, then, you know, no, no worries. No, don't worry about it. Right. It, it's well, I mean, I, I was sued. I, I ended up putting a courtroom over all this stuff, so they oh. take it pretty serious about what it is they do out there, even right. if it is, you know, entertainment purposes now, instead yeah. of, you know, it, it is what it is, but, right. I mean, I got I just got to be careful on what it is that I say. And, oh, totally, totally but, understand. Uh, yeah. I started out in the base, and I, right, four years ago, I, I locked in. I, I really went for it out there and said okay. this is what what I'm gonna I'm gonna concentrate on. Right. Um, I got out of the paranormal stuff that I was doing at the time, and I just focused in on all the property, all the sightings, all the all the stories. Um, and 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 it, you know, I've crossed a lot of boundaries extremely fast, right. and then I ended up in certain places. Uh, uh, as an invited guest on some of these ranches and uh, went out and started to do investigations of whatever, you know, um, whatever you want to call it, the paranormal or ufology or whatever, you know, okay. just kind of, just kind of doing my thing out there, man. Right. Now, one question I got, cause I even had um, a UFO researcher based out of Utah on my podcast a few months ago. And um, mm -hmm. 
the one thing that I'm trying to figure out is like, you know, what, like, in your opinion, or in your um, expertise on the research you've done, what makes you think Utah, or like around the basin and stuff like that, what, why, what makes you think like Utah is some sort of like, uh, maybe like some sort of hot Stargate? spot? Like, like, or like yeah, I, I wanted to say hot spot, but I mean, that's about the best thing I could come up with. <laughs> All I can tell you is one night I was with uh, four. One of them was actually in a movie uh, about uh, the Skinwalker Ranch and all that stuff. Okay. And we were out under the stars one night, and we were just looking up, and it looked like, like basically, like if you're playing a game of pool, like somebody broke the pool balls, and they right. just went all over the place and scattered. The stars were doing that, and as I'm sitting there, and I'm freaking out, man, as I'm seeing this stuff, because the person that yeah. I'm with is he's a 20 year guy out there. Um, he's been he's right. one of the first investigators. No, I think he was the first investigator. Okay. To investigate Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. And I say to him, I go, dude, what the F is going on right now? What am I looking at? And he goes, oh, you've never seen that? He goes, you've never seen that before? That is amazing. And he goes, uh, he basically compared it to, he goes, did we just watch Intergalactic Warfare? Like the, like it was almost like a fight of this stuff Ooh. happening in oh, wow. the sky, right above our eyes. As a, uh, we we're all freaked out, I went running after some night vision to try and film it and catch it, and right. you know I caught the tail end of it. Um, but at the time that it's happening, as much you know, as you're setting it up or whatever, you're thinking, you know, okay, great. Well, they're coming and recording and capturing where you just sit back and you look at and you watch this stuff and you go, what, what is happening? This is why I keep coming back. This right. is what it is. It's almost yeah. like, it, like it presents itself to us and then it goes away. Right. And then out of the blue again, it'll present itself to us and then it'll go away for a while. It doesn't right. stay constant out there. You know, that's why with all these fake, fake um, Amazon storytellers, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they use the word author. I'm an author. I've got so oh, many. Books. Right. And that word, that word, just like investigator, uh, uh, it's yes. used so loosely. I mean, the difference right. between someone that puts some words together and puts a book out on a, a, on Amazon, right. such as I have one. I have one out there that tells the story of all this stuff, but I didn't do the book another pretend author did it oh okay <laughs> so i mean it, it, you know i told the story to this person and they put the book out and, oh, okay. and that's how it worked out for me i uh, gotcha okay i'm not an author they're not an author either i mean the, the difference between i mean haven't you noticed haven't you noticed how many people there are in the paranormal that have uh i'm a demonologist Slash UFO oh, expert, God. slash EVP specialist, slash, oh. you know what I mean? It just continues. It's it continues, like it continues. Or uh, 
uh, remote viewers slash psychic abilities slash this slash that. Slash this. <laughs> I mean, when 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 whenever you see that, you see Dude, that we could be talking. We could be talking you about this have... all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Right, and well, I mean, how much credit do you need to give yourself? And right. then at the end of everything, then then you that final slash. Um, also an author as well. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you're losing me. You know what I mean? I, it's like there's just too much specialty going right. on here. You, so you're the one person on the face of the earth that can be, you're an expert in all this stuff. And then right. now you're also an author at the end of it. Wow, man, you've accomplished <laughs> a lot in such a short period of time. I mean, you know. Yeah, and, and and I'm not throwing shade at anybody. Right. I'm not throwing shade at anybody. Right, right, right. I'm in the serious, same boat. Right. If the serious investigator, if the serious investigator is out there and they're doing their work, and dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I've never one time in my life ever tried to be on TV. I've never auditioned. I've never, I've never wrote into a station. I've never reached out and said, hey. Put me in your show or nothing. Right. I've never done anything like that. And I never will. I don't right. care about that stuff. Yeah. Dude. I, I truly don't. I never got into it for that. When it, it was really cool when people started to come to me and ask me to do their stuff because I felt appreciated and people were witnessing some of the things right. that I was doing. Yeah. And they appreciated it. So it was very much rewarding for me. Right. I've got buddies out there right now in the paranormal, all of them all of them trying to get a TV show. You, you know, know what I mean? And they're like, hey, dude, talk to this guy or show this guy my photo or, you know, talk. I'm not doing right. any of that stuff for anybody because I'm not going to promote a clown show, dude. I'm not doing that. That's all I'm it not is. here for that. I mean, it's, that's it's all it is. It's a clown show. Yeah. It's telling, dude, everything, everything, and this is no not, not against any TV show right. because I, I love paranormal yeah. TV. But if it, it is on it is. television, if it's if it's on TV, it's there for entertainment purposes, man. It's entertainment, and it's That's also it. scripted. Right. Well, a lot I of mean, people don't I, think I never so. had a script handed to me. Right. I, never, I, ghost... I did season two. I did season two with Blind Frog Ranch, and nobody ever handed me a script. It was pretty right. much uh, uh, when I it. whenever I came on the set, the, the stuff was going and. And right. that was it. There was nobody told me what to say or what to think. Well, that's a little that different than the ghost way. hunting. I call them ghost hunting shows, but it's a little bit different right. than than that because it's almost like I tell people all the time, and it's almost like yeah, because I hear, and I mean I've been hearing it for years. It's like it's uh, almost I, like what different? Like I'm talking about ghost right now. I'm talking about ghost hunting. It's almost like what difference are you going to do? compared to what somebody else has already done you know it's like but it's like compared to like the ufo stuff i mean that's to me that's just a little different i put that in a total different category but the ghost hunting shows is kind of like it just, it's all the same crap right and i need to see uh dude i i, I it, through all this stuff when all this started i said okay i've got to really i've got to focus in on education right. as well so I can, I, so I went out and I got an astronomy degree so I could present that I have a background in looking at things in the sky, whether right. they're planets, 
whatever the case, stars, whatever it is, constellations, whatever it is that I'm looking at, mm-hmm. uh, space junk, space degree. Um, right. I've photographed myself personally. I've photographed the International Space Station. I oh, track wow. it. I track satellites. I track, you know, so I'm on top of, I'm on top of that stuff because anytime I have any type of encounter, I'll go back and I'll hit my, my, my apps that are on my computer and I'll find out what satellites were in that area. Um, at oh, the time, okay. so I can eliminate whatever it was that I think may be some type of anomaly. And if there right. was no satellite in that specific area, um, and the ISS is very easy to track, um, not so easy to photograph, but I did manage to do that. Right. But, um, you know, I, so I'm out there and I'm doing my stuff and put my stuff out there um, to where I don't just go, oh my gosh, that's a UFO. Because mm-hmm the chances of how big our sky is and the amount of things that are flying over at a regular right. basis, it's very oh, difficult yeah. to, to say, oh yeah, that's a UFO because it's so easy to just go, usually three lights on a plane and they blink in a, Mm-hmm. Like the center belly of a plane will blink every one point something seconds, and the wings will blink every second. Right. So you'll see planes blinking different from the wings, and it's like that's the plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, 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 UFOs are going to come down, come down into mentality and say, yeah, it's very possible that they would do that. But for the most part, if it's blinking, it's a plane. And and you got the Spokey video that Jeremy Corbell constantly promotes, the little triangle pyramid things. Oh, right, right. That is nothing other than, than a plane. I was wondering about that. And it's it's bulky. I have a a plane flying over, and I put my my hand over the lens like this, Mm -hmm. and and that light takes the same shape as... the whole UFO. These are really strain away from and, and, and with pure paid for i believe that they're representatives uh of whatever the government wants us to think is real or not mm-hmm. real right he's off the coast of uh san diego or now the but it's come to come to find out after everything, after everything, it's been released that those were Chinese drones swarming those ships. So are we talking about that Tic Tac video that was done by Commander David Fravor? It's not nothing UFO. It's not anything. It's a, it was an adversary spy ship 
releasing drones out over our military to spy on what it was. Oh, yes. really? Yes. Yes. Now, I watched All that... of that bullshit. <laughs> now, the first time I saw that video was when, yeah, I saw Commander... Those are Chinese drones, 100%. It's been released that it's Chinese drones. Um, okay. I put the story on my Facebook page that is debunked. I haven't because... It's well, saying that your bandwidth is low above your photo. Because I've never really researched like too far into it. I got to see the interviews and I got to see the video. Right. And I think the first time I saw it's when uh, Commander Fravor and Jer Jeremy Corbell was both on um, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast. And I saw it, that. Yeah. And so it's like, so those were basically just drones. You see, this is where the propaganda stuff, the propaganda stuff, they were drones. They were absolutely drones, and it's been debunked that they that it was from the Chinese a Chinese spy ship was out oh. in the ocean, and those 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 drones were launched from that Chinese ship, and it, they buzzed the military. Ship. They were spying on us right there, and it's been released. Here's the thing, though, bro. And this is one of the things that pisses me off. And this is what right. gets me going. When it gets debunked, none of these people come forward to say this is what really happened. And people right. don't. Oh, so that's what it was? Chinese drones? Yes, that's exactly what it was. It's been debunked. It's okay. the, the, the information came out that the truth of the matter was is that these were Chinese drones buzzing over these ships. To get oh. the information so they could see what our stealth our stealth fleet was about, which it makes perfect sense, right? I yeah. mean, that's 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 espionage. It's what all these people do. They come in, they spy. It's been this going on for been years. Going on for since we've been a country. Everybody, yeah, right. They they come over, they spy. Anybody with in the military knows that. Hey, this stuff does it goes on for a long time, and right. I mean, it's just it's as much as you want to believe. You have to look at the cold hard facts. Right. This stuff isn't all UAP or UFO activity. Right. There's a real legitimate story behind this that it's it's bigger than UFOs because right. we've got ships from China parking right off the coast of, of America letting drones loose to spy on our military. That's right. a big story, man. Uh -huh. And nobody's following up on that because people come out like like Corbell, and they put their name on it, and they come out yeah. and they go, "I'm Jeremy Corbell, and I'm here." And then it falls apart because it's not. Right. And and Joe Rogan doesn't want to come out and go, "Hey, whoa, you were on my show and said the stuff was real." Now I'm not saying everything. I'm taking this one particular incident right. of of these ships getting buzzed by these. Well, you know, they said there was twenty or twelve, twenty, you know, plus drones that were or not drones. They called them UAPs at the time, which is exactly what they are, because unidentified area phenomenon or activity is Correct. going on around us. We don't know what that is. 
Right. So it is what it is. Mm -hmm. That it's real, but it's not what they let us take it. I shared the videos. I thought, wow, this is amazing. This is okay. crazy. But then you look at those videos of our military and these things are ripping across the ocean and they lock onto one of them and they're all like, yeah, they're, they're, the pilots are celebrating. And, you know, you can hear the excitement yeah. in the radio that they've actually lost onto one of these things ripping across the mm -hmm. ocean. Well, that's right. one of your Chinese drones right there, physically, but captured on film. You know what I mean? Right. So, there's a lot of BS, dude, in this stuff, and and, and yeah. it's up to it's up to them to come forward and, and and let people know that hey, this is a, this isn't legitimately a, a UFO or a UAP. This is this is uh you know we we were being spied on. Mm -hmm. And people go, wow, that's really well, yeah, really, you did. You know, do you think the right. Battle of Los Angeles was a UFO or possibly spy activity from Japan or? You know, all this stuff, that was, it's very possible because we, right. we were in a wartime era then. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we were actually locking up citizens in Los Angeles because they were Japanese and putting them in concentration camps. Dude. Mm -hmm. We did right. this. This really actually happened because right. we were afraid of all Japanese people and we thought that they were a threat. So we rounded them up and we put them in concentration camps. And That's then all correct. of a sudden, out of nowhere, this mysterious thing comes flying over, fly, flying over uh, L.A., and they call this the Battle of Los Angeles because they started shooting the police and everybody shooting bullets at this thing hovering in the sky. Mm -hmm. Do you honestly believe it was the U.S.O. or some spy activity? I have to honestly think at everything that was going on at the time that it was probably more of a spy thing than it was a... Right. Uh, uh, UFO activity. I'm sorry to rain on anybody. No, I mean, but you know, I like, uh, that's you know, what I, I believe is my, as an investigator myself, got to point to the facts, man. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat you are. I mean, it's almost like, like what we were talking about earlier. Like, you know, there's people out there that say they're paranormal investigators. Well, no, they're not. They're ghost hunters. They're hobbyists. But like with me, I call myself an investigator because right. I will investigate. Right. I will investigate the claim. You know, and there's people out there that right. will throw out. You know, well, this is what happened. This is what happened. No, it didn't. You know, I mean, it's like you know, like all these photos that come out. You know, I'm a photographer, and I could tell you exactly. You know what certain crap right. is. <laughs> you know, so. And, and photos, photos are the easiest things to fake oh. and manipulate. Hell yeah. And that's why I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like photos when it comes to this stuff. I want to see video and, and, and depth perception of, of somebody says they recorded a shadow. And I do, I have seen that this, I don't, I don't disbelieve the paranormal and I don't disbelieve mm -hmm. in UFOs and UAP. Right. I believe in them 100% or right. I wouldn't be doing this. I'm trying to capture, I'm trying to capture what I can capture, and right. I'm working. I'm working on a house here in Utah um, that I've been I've been to once, and dude, it's one of the most. It is it is the most deranged, uh, offsetting environment I've ever been in. Really? I was getting readings on 
on my mail reading uh, my meters, man, in the place. It was it was it's it was such a, a disturbing situation that I mean we we pulled out of it for a little bit and we gathered ourselves because I have a couple other people with me, uh, my friend Nick uh, and, and Vio. They're both paranormal investigators, which I am not a paranormal investigator. Right. Um, I believe in it and I try to experience it and capture it, but I would never take, and they, they, like there was, I was on one TV show that brought my name up and underneath my name, it said paranormal investigator. Mm -hmm. And it really pissed me off because (laughs) I I never presented myself as that. And I don't believe that there's, there, there are serious, very serious professional paranormal investigators out there. And mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to do with their title. They earn that right. title by going out there and doing the things that they've done. Um, I'm a no nonsense, no bullshit kind of guy, dude. Right. I, that's one of the reasons why I get invited to do some of the things that I do. And it's one of the main reasons why I don't get invited to do the things that I don't get invited to do, such as conferences. And dude, I, I, I can't do it, man. I, mm-hmm. I went and did one in Eureka, Nevada. And the whole time I was there, I, I was like, dude, I, I talked to a few people and I was like, these are the craziest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was insane. So I was like, I don't, think, I don't think I ever want to come back to one of these things again, you know? And, right. and dude, I have not. I got invited. Gosh, where was the state? It was somewhere, it was back east, I think in Iowa. It was the okay. Iowa something just this last year. And they invited me to come out and uh, talk about my book and UFOs. You went to base and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'll come out and talk to the East Coast peeps and see what's going on. And, right. And uh, right, at the, right at the end of it, man, when I, and I accepted and died from the fire in the sky story. And dude, what a schmuck. <laughs> what a schmuck, dude. Oh, so, um, uh, I've been friends with some of the people in the fire in the sky. It's like the movie. Oh, all that right, 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 right. Um, so he told the promoters of, of the, he, he told, yeah, he told the promoters that if show. And I said, listen, and I said right then and there, I go, listen, I know he's big money for you guys and people want to come and touch the man who was taken away on the UFO for mm-hmm. five days. So I'm just going to, I'm out of this. I get it. You got to do what you got to do. But yeah, right. basically I was cut from the one that I agreed to do because Travis Walton, um, That's who, you okay. know, cried about me coming up. Like, 45 year old UFO lie. And it's still going. <laughs> right. I've only seen a couple interviews with him, and I haven't. I, I mean, I watched doing it, it for forty-five years. Because I remember the movie, and I remember seeing a few yeah. interviews with him and stuff it's like that. It's a cool movie. Or, it's a cool movie. But yeah, it's a really good movie. movie I. Uh, I freaking loved it. Yeah, cool movie, man. But when you talk to the actual people, which I have, uh, I've actually become 
quite close to some of them. Um, the real people versus the actors in the movie are two different right. things, man. Uh-huh. You know, and That's people like lot, people yeah. are so they're so you know. Yeah, I love Fire in the Sky. It's a great movie. Travis Walton, I believe it. Well, meet the real Travis Walton and hang out with him for a little bit. And you tell me at the end of this meeting that if this guy is somebody that you can believe was taken away on a UFO for five days. Uh, I don't believe it for a second. I've never right. believed this story. I just think it's a great movie. But that's me, man. You know right. what I mean? I, if you believe it, then that's right. that's your thing, man. Believe it. All you want to believe it, but yeah, like why do I believe entitled. in UFOs and why don't I? Right. right. Everybody can do what they want to do. But when it comes down to it, if if you're the guy that believes that he was on a spaceship for five days, that's fine with me. But see, if somebody's got the technology to get here from a different universe, a different you know, different Earth, I would like to think that they would be smart enough to, to pick somebody a little bit more intelligent to study for five days than Travis Walton. Because if you right. talk to him, he's about as smart as a rock. It would not take right. an alien five days to get through that guy. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, it's like, man. I got to like, bring a little bit of controversy. Hey, no, go ahead, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's that's why I love having this podcast. Because, I mean, people, I want people to say whatever they want to say or, you know, I mean. It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me a bit, man. I want to tell you the truth. No, I mean the thing about it is, I mean I'm not going to call UFOs, it's paranormal activity, whatever. I mean, because I'm no like, like I'm nobody to say the guy's a liar or you know it didn't happen. Because, but the thing about it is, anybody can like, anybody can come forward and say this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. But to me, if there is no evidence of anything happening, or if there's no hardcore evidence of anything, then you know, then what do you got? You know? Well, they went off of the uh, we passed the lie detector test thing forever because they all they all got lie detector tests. They all ended the shit. He filled it. Are you there? You there? Yeah, man, I got you. Sorry, dude. I don't know what's going on. If you keep telling me that, your internet's slow. Yeah, Zoom. Well, number one, I live on the country, and our internet is like really, really, really slow. I love the country. <laughs> I dude, I love it. We're having slow internet. <laughs> I love it. I love it out here. I mean, it's peace, quiet. We got all the animals. We got. But when I try to do the podcast or anything, the internet is just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back. I get it, dude. Yeah. And it's worth it. But we're talking about Travis Walton and all that madness. But Right, right, right. Uh, okay, so let's hop he, back on that. He did a, uh, yeah, they, they ran off of this, uh, we, we passed the lie detector test thing. And then he did this show called Tell the Truth. It was on yes. the Fox network. You could actually Google it. You can Google it on, uh, on not Google it, but you can YouTube it. And it shows the whole interview of all these of them. And each time he tells the truth, he gets more money. 
Well, the grand the grand question was, and if he told the truth on his question was, were you abducted by a UFO in 1975? And he said yes. He failed the lie detector test on a, on a national TV show. Okay. Right. So the thing about it is, is maybe they did pass. Uh, well, they obviously did pass this lie detector test in 1975. But if you were to line the, these guys up today, the surviving members, and put them in the modern day lie detector test, I don't think for a second any of them would pass. We've already saw it with, with Travis Walton. You know what I mean? And I'm not here beating right. up on Walton, dude. No, don't, no, don't no. Me wrong. I, I, I'm just I, saying that people want people want to believe. I want to believe that that is possible. But man, you know what I'm saying? Come on, dude. It's gonna take somebody five days to figure this guy out, dude. <laughs> no way. No right. way. All you gotta do is meet him, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He's not—he's not a very bright guy. He's just not. Right. <laughs> I never like. I don't. Sorry. I think I know a couple of people that's met him, but I don't. I really like. Like I've seen I've some. Him. Oh, dude! Yeah. I've gotten private phone calls from him. Private phone calls. He calls me. This is Travis Walton. You know, like, like, oh. oh. <laughs> Let me sit down. He called me up. He threatened me with legal stuff and all kinds of BS. And, and I welcome it. I welcome anything from that guy legal because he's gonna get he'll he'll get smoked on that case. But um, I put out a phone call that he called me. You know, just basically just run, running over the top of one of his crew members, calling right. the guy a crack junkie and. Because this guy came forward and said that he was going to support. Because I was like, listen, people need to hear this stuff. This is what this is the story. It's not it's 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 not real. We gotta we gotta identify the stuff and, right. and put it out there. And I put it out there, and you know, so Travis wants to sue me and all this. Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. In the now, state you- of Utah, it's legal to record a phone call as long as one person on that phone call knows that. It's- Right. Now, what do you think about the Bob Lazar story? Touchy ground, man. Touchy yeah. ground. And uh-huh. I believe, I definitely, I definitely believe that he was out there. I believe that he was out there. He knows too much. He knows too uh-huh. much about the stuff out there that, that you know, the stuff, you know, this goes from just the ride out there to have what was out there once he got out there, where he went and in the area that he worked in mm-hmm. and uh, the stuff that he said was there, come to find out like all these years later that, that uh, all this stuff was real, mm-hmm. that it was, it was factual. So how, how could he know this stuff? Either he was with somebody super close to somebody out there that was filling all the beans on the activity Right. Or he was out there. Um, I've been there at 51. I've been chased down, punched me in the face because I got chased by them, uh, getting too shit. close to the border. Wow. Oh, dude, it was crazy. It was, it was one, of the, one of the best moments ever. I wish I could have recorded it. I should have been recording it, but right. you know, man, great. I loved it. 
I was screaming at the top of my lungs, fist pumping in the air how happy I was that that I was on their on their on their radar, man. Right. You know, I was like, okay, here we got close. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, I've been out there, you know, there's a lot out there. And what's right. funny is you start talking to the locals and they're like, yeah, we, we definitely see stuff in the sky, but mm-hmm. we, it's all military. You know, nobody out there is going to say they saw UFOs. The one thing about the you went to basin versus area 51 is there's a few people out in, in, in the base. This, dude, I'll tell you straight, honestly, I have seen lights out there hovering mm-hmm. above the ridge hovering above things spinning disappearing like like a magic trick right in front of my face sprained my forearms because i was holding on to the steering wheel on my car so tight that my forearms were injured because i was so you know on the steering wheel thinking i was gonna snap it off but i've seen stuff and i don't know what it was i can't tell you that it was a ufo if it was a portal Whatever, whatever this was, but there is definitely strange stuff going on in the UN basin. At, at right. Area 51, it's so militant. Everything is so yeah. militant. And if you get right. out there and start driving around these super long desert roads out in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden you see somebody spying on you, it's because they're wondering what you're doing out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a different beast, man. It's a, completely different thing but i mean do i think they have stashed ufos out there bob lazar works on right sure is possible sure is possible i I, i'd hate to say no i don't believe it i would never want to be that guy if i if i if i didn't believe in this stuff i wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now about it oh bullshit that goes on in itself and people chasing fame the thing yeah. about Lazar is, is he didn't get any fame out of no. he didn't he's not rich. No, he, he's not rich. His, not like, rich his life got his life got freaking destroyed. destroyed. I mean his life got the opposite way. Ruined. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean it's like his life so got ruined. I, I appreciate the guy's story. I really do. And where he's at in life now, man, it I have to I it's so crazy because I lived in Vegas when he came forward with all these stuff. With oh, all the okay. uh, you know, I can remember back in the day I was I was like I I was pretty young when it when it all started, man. Right. We're talking twenty five years ago. Uh-huh. I was in my early twenties. So you know, to see to see the, you know, all the stories of what they became and if right. I had to, dude, if I have to say yes or no, do I believe Bob Lazar? I'm definitely more in the yes box than I am in the no. I box. am too. But with that being said, do I do I believe that everything he was working on possibly was alien or adversary like? Which right. what I mean by adversary could these be craft that were seized from China, J- Japan, from whatever the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right very possible that they they were they weren't alien aircraft that and they just didn't know that because they're if you're reverse engineering anything 
Mm-hmm. You don't even know what it is you're doing or you wouldn't be reverse engineering. You don't know what this thing is. You're trying to figure out how it works. So uh-huh. if, they, if there's know. a bunch of components together, if there's a, a motor or an engine put together, then we have to think, uh, well, okay, there's no, there's no labels on any of this stuff. It, for the simple reason, if we were building an experimental uh, spaceship or what, what, any type of craft that's flying around, a drone, and we didn't put brands on each one of the parts, that would be for our safety as a country. So if this right. was taken over from somebody else, they wouldn't know what it is and who made it or how to operate, right? They're not going right. to identify every single piece of everything that's on it. So if something like that's recovered and there's a crash site for that stuff, man, you know, it makes it harder for people to figure out where it came from. So we could be listening to Bob Lazar talk about reverse engineering, some advanced motor that these, uh, and, and he's certain that they don't have the technology to do this on, on earth. But mm-hmm. how are you certain that there's not some super smart guy that's, that's cracked some type of code to right. make a really advanced flying engine for a military somewhere? So, well, yes, I believe Bob yeah. our story. Right. Do I, do, I, do I think it's all alien shit? Absolutely not. Well, even if you listen to Bob Lazar, if, even if you, like, talk to him, like, if you've seen the interviews with him, like, he'll talk about UFOs and stuff like that, or and he, even he'll say, like, he's not into aliens and stuff like that. He's not into, like, aliens or he is into, like, what kind of technology is this? Right. You know, he, he's more into that. He was, like, right. totally blown away with that more than he was, you know, like, kind of you know, like, well, this has got to be aliens. This has got to be from Mars, or this has to be from, right. you know, and some I, different star I, system, you know? Right. And you think, you, you listen to him, and he doesn't come out, he's not one of these guys trying to push UFOs down your throat, or mm-hmm. make you buy his book, or buy anything right. from him, or anything like that. He's not trying to capitalize financially on anything which really makes me believe in the guy even more. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult for, my, for myself. Dude, I have a book and I never, I never really, hey, if you want to talk to me, buy my book. It's <laughs> of my books and I give them away to right. people. I'd say, if, you, yeah. if you want to waste your time reading my story, then there, there you go. Waste all the time you want. You take it in the bathroom. Put it next to your toilet paper, and every now, <laughs> even being interested enough to read my story, you know what right, I mean? Right. You can't capitalize on right. this. If people think that you come into this stuff to, to make a lot of money, it just isn't that way. I don't. Right. I don't. I don't make a lot of money doing any of the stuff. I spend a lot of money plus purchasing gear. Um, I, yeah. Sometimes I make. You know, it's it's it's. It's a lot of money to do this stuff. And then the end result at the end of the day is I hope to capture something that is completely 100% unexplainable. That's it. That's my goal. Famous. And it's great that I am. Don't get me wrong. I love the guys that I work with on, on Blind Frogs. I really do. They are wholeheartedly some of the nicest people right but we all have this one thing in common is that we all believe in this activity 
And nobody more than Dwayne. Dwayne is one of the nicest people. Um, he's one of the nicest people I've come in contact in ufology mm-hmm. and paranormal, anything. This right. is the guy that owns the ranch that says to me, if you capture it, put it out there, man. We've got to find out what this stuff is. Right. Let's find out. Let's figure this out together. What is this stuff? Mm-hmm. That's Dwayne. That's why he has so much of my respect and love because versus the other property that sued me for putting stuff out, this is the exact opposite of let's put it out there and see it. That's a true hearted, good-hearted person that wants to know. Right. Are we alone? Are we alone? Is this it? You know, this guy says, put it out there. The other guy says, I'm taking my ball and going home. Right. So there's two, there are two completely different things out there, man. You know, right. yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, um, okay, let's talk about the blind frog ranch a little bit. Um, like, because I haven't really done a lot of reading up on it. I've watched one or two interviews with Dwayne. Like I saw him do like a conference and right. got to watch him do that. And yeah, I mean, he seems like a really great guy. You know, I mean. Um, He's that guy. That yeah. guy that you see or you listen to talk. The guy that's on the TV show is Dwayne. He does there's no difference, dude, from if the cameras are rolling, if they're not rolling, having a beer around the fireplace, same guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same guy. Just so very his son, uh, everybody out there, everybody out there on the cast and crew are just super cool people. Super right. cool. Everybody wants to know what's going on. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, when they invite me out to do these things, I'm all over it because I feel like no matter what comes up, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to capture it if we can. Now, like, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the place. Um, I haven't done a ton of research. I mean, I'll admit it. Um, what exactly all goes on? Is it mostly UFO sightings or? I mean, like, what? What exactly? In, in the basin, in general, and mm-hmm. in the in the basin, in general, it's it's UFO. It's it, a lot of people are hung up on the folklore of uh, of the native beliefs of skinwalkers, and mm-hmm. uh, but but for whatever the reason is out there, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, UAP activity, a lot of UFO activity out there. Right. Um, I'm going to tell you, man, straight up, there is no there is no place that is the focal point that is the exact place of all this activity because it's just it's not that way it's documented through the whole area um not just not just any particular ranch blind frog ranch dwayne's been out there for you know 12 plus years doing what he does this 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 isn't anything uh sorry this isn't anything uh uh new for him he's been out there uh doing his thing doing his you know digging and going on these adventures for for himself because he knows they keep finding things out there 
they find stuff in the ground and it keeps his 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 will going i mean it's very much not uh it's very much not a um a fly-by-night operation he goes mm-hmm. out there and and if they they find something in a certain area he brings it he brings in heavy machinery i mean dude to do doing it every year for 12 years right. so you think about that you know this is the desire a passion and a belief that this man has out there and charlie his his right hand man charlie has been there with him through all of this shit, you know. So the, the belief in finding their treasures and their gold and whatever it is that they're after out there, you know, I dude, I hope they, I hope they find it. I hope they find something where they make millions and millions of dollars off of. Right. If there was more deserving people that ever deserved to make that money, it would be those two guys. You know what I'm awesome. saying? Not those two guys, but they, you know, I say those two guys because they're the original ones that started doing this. They, they find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But right. through all this stuff, there's been all kinds of paranormal activity that's just come with going out to the basin. The basin right. is just a very active place, no matter how focused they they are on their projects of finding whatever it is that they're looking for. All this stuff happens and things pop out of nowhere because. That, welcome to the UN Basin. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go out there someday. I mean, because I'm I'm in Indiana. I'm lo- located in Indiana right now, so it's almost like I would love to maybe take a vacation, weekend vacation, head out there one day. It's all good. And check it out. Come out. I can make that happen for you. That'd be awesome, dude. I'd love like I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy <laughs> I can help out. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be I awesome. Truly can, I truly can. And and Dwayne, again, Dwayne's one of these guys that says, hey, you come out, tell the world about what it is that you see. He doesn't tell you what to say. He doesn't suggest to you that you... Right. Uh, that you say anything in favor of the ranch or against it. He wants you to tell the, your honest truths about what you experience out there. And, your experience, and that's right. one of the, another reason why I love the guy so much, because he knows, he knows people coming out there are going to experience, you're going to have some type of experience with the land because it will connect with you, man. It right. will. In one way or another, it will. I mean, it's like probably got that, like that Native American spirit, you know. You know that vibe that it has. One hundred percent. Right. It's, it's actually very native. It has the whole native vibe. I go out there and I, I'll take uh, pre-recorded uh, Native American music mm-hmm. out there with me and play it to the speakers, just kind of to see what it does to the land in some of these areas. And man, if it doesn't wind up the activity, uh, all I can tell you is try it. Go out there and turn on some music like that and see what it does. It right. just it, your senses and everything just becomes super active because things start to move around. That's all there is to it. Wow. But I got time for like one more question, man, and then I got to get on the road. I'm in the middle of between some stuff, so if we could, we we could even record more at another time if you'd like. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. I mean, that'd be really cool. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. set up another. 
Absolutely. We'll definitely set up another. We'll set up another interview, dude. I mean, that's not a problem at all. I mean, it's all good. I'll I mean, talk about this stuff all day long, dude. And I, I, I could bring some people with me too. I'll get you. I'll get you to talk to Steve Pierce from the Fire in the Sky show, dude. Good luck. Good luck. He's a tough interview. <laughs> He's a tough interview, dude. But he, he'll tell it like he says. You know what I mean? That'd be awesome. He'll I mean, that would, we should do that. I mean, absolutely. most absolutely. Yeah, most definitely, man. We'll set up something else. I mean. I, I tell everybody that comes cool. on the podcast, I said, man, come on back. I was like, you know, just because it was, we can do it again, man. Not a problem at all. Sounds yeah, like man. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know you got like a family thing to get to and all that. I mean, thanks for coming on, man. I mean, I, this has been a lot of fun and, no, you know, sure. we, covered, we, we covered some pretty cool stuff, man. And we, there's a lot more I think we can still talk about and still keep, <laughs> and still keep it. We can keep us going, man. Oh, so. for sure, dude. I got I got tons of stuff I can talk about. For okay, sure. Well, all right. Well, I'll tell you all what. All right, man. I, well, I'm going to dive off if you're good. And hey, we're good to go, brother. All right, man. All right. Thanks for coming Thank on, you man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys. For sure. Awesome. I hope I don't get you in too much trouble. Oh, never. <laughs> Not me. Uh, all right, man. Have a good weekend, brother. All right. We'll take care, buddy. All right. See you, brother. All right. See you, brother.